Welcome back. Happy Black History Month. It's blackity black. 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 Proud to be blackity black. 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 But why we get the shortest month of the year? Because it's disrespectful. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even think there should be a Black History Month. I think that we need to stop this whole notion of Black history because Black history is American history. Because without Black people, this country would be shit and non-existent. Yeah, there would be no swag for sure. At all. Yeah. <laughs> no culture. At all. Nothing. No culture. Just bland chicken. I just hate how black history, unclean chicken at that. But I just hate how black, like, I don't know, like, black history month is always like the same people too, like yeah oh my gosh especially in the schools there's always so is martin luther king now they're adding w e the boys they're adding him to that list of repetitive granted and rosa parks and all that harriet Tubman. i'm like granted it's great to learn about them but let's venture out and learn some new people like let's let's not limit black history to the already known people within history yeah I don't know. I find it a little like, especially being in the schools, like I find it a little lazy on the teachers we have. So I'm not trying to throw shades at teachers because they do very hard work, but I'm just like, come on. Some let's, teachers yeah, do very hard yeah, work. Let's, let's some others, teachers. and by others, y'all know who we talking about, especially the tenured old folk that's like, oh, I'm about to retire. And it's not even all of them. Mm-hmm. Because one of our math teachers retired in January, and that man was old, but he's like hilarious. He literally would be like, they don't learn shit anymore. They They sit here on a little tablet, and they think they're going to pull that shit out in my class. He literally was one of those people that would just sit there and be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's ghetto to be in school, but it's really ghetto during Black History Month in the schools because... I'm just tired of, like, the same generic MLK, like, I had a dream, like, we need to venture out and see how Black history is being made every single day Yeah, with our generation, you know? Exactly. And even learning across the diaspora. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, is that how you say the word? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't mind me, y'all. But even, like, learning across the diaspora, like, learning about different countries and how their, how those countries have affected the formation of this nation. But, yeah. No, I think that's one thing that other people from other countries always say is that Americans are very uncultured and they don't know anything. Because if you talk to somebody from a different country, mm-hmm. they know pretty much everything about their country as well as the countries that have aided and assisted mm-hmm. them. And they also know about American history. Yeah. But you ask an American child, if they didn't, you know, grow up in a home with history buffs or grow up and end up going to a college where, you know, that's something that was valued and studied, mm-hmm. that no. Because I didn't learn Black history until I got to Howard. Yeah. Granted, I had taken, like, a African-American history class. Shout out to people that went to Stanford High mm-hmm. and had most crazy behind. <laughs> um. So, granted, we learned some stuff there. But overall, it's like, mm, little to nothing and i think it's sad because like us as black people like we really have to find our own avenues of like understanding our own history and like i would say like everything i've learned so far in black history is like limited to just what i've kind of picked up on my own aside from 
all the little generic MLK stuff. Like I've literally had to learn it on my own. And it's also like hard because it's like you can't trust all the information that's that out get. there. Yeah. So you really have to like filter through what's fact, what's fiction, like what 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 is the true history, even like Haitian history, like yeah. Well, that I didn't have a choice. Yeah, <laughs> that that was just too literally because I used to go to um Haiti every summer when I was younger. So all my cousins were all learning it. So that I was just taught through them mm-hmm. because they'd be like, "How you don't know this? What are you doing in school?" I'd be like, "All right, relax. Let's let's chill out. Right. Let's not yell at the American." But yeah, no. Yeah. But speaking of Black history, let's talk about hair, guys. Yeah hair black hair uh-huh. first of all can we talk about how black hair really i don't know like i have noticed more and more how like our black hair traditions and styles and trends are like kind of adapted into other cultures and races yeah that's very challenging for me to see as a black woman like it's the box braids being transitioned into yeah, <laughs> I just be confused. Like certain people, when they get box braids, I'd be like, I, I hope your I don't hair get for, it. I, I, not even I don't knock it because I'm like, as long as you go on a black braider and you putting money in her pocket, go ahead. You wasting your money because your braids about to come out in two days. But it's it's not only the braids, it's the hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes on TikTok it shows like sometimes on TikTok it shows like the women. YTs that get <laughs> braids like they're like oh my god I got braids and then it's like two days later oh my hair is falling out and I'm like yeah <laughs> I hate you not the evil oh, laugh bro this is from my ancestors <laughs> not the evil laugh nah I think it's very interesting no yeah. I had this oh my gosh I didn't get to tell you mm-hmm. what was it yesterday at work this lady was like oh I was doing research on you know why black people get braids and stuff and she looked at me she was like why do you get braids i said because i don't feel like doing my hair mm-hmm. she's like but no there's a i said no because i don't feel like doing yeah. my hair and she was like oh well you know i was doing the research then she's gonna go and say yeah i don't know why they put those beads you know when you get beads at yeah. the end of your braids when you're she's like yeah i don't know why they get beads put in their hair um those things hurt i said no they don't yeah she was like no they hurt when they- no they don't mm-hmm. And she tried to argue back and forth with me. And I'm just looking at her. I text um, my coworker that's sitting next to me. I was like, can you please tell this lady to shut the F up? Because if you don't, I will. Because yeah. I have very little patience. Yeah. But I'm just looking at her trying to tell me that braids and beads hurt. And then in the same breath, she's going to go and say, yeah, I've never had braids before. I've had them. I had them as a child. I used to run. I used to shake my head on purpose so that they'd hit my face. They do not hurt. Please, hush up. I just wish people would stop commenting on other people's hair. Like, especially, like, for women in general, regardless of your race or ethnicity, like, hair is, like, a big thing for us. And I feel like as a Black woman, hair is, like, intensified because, like, we're, like, really shaped, I guess, conditioned to just be very mindful of Of our hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, even as a child, like, my first memories of my hair is, like, if I didn't like a certain hairstyle that my mom made for me, I definitely used to run across the street because I lived across the street from my elementary school. And I used to go straight to the bathroom and take out and braid all the braids <laughs> and put my hair in a ponytail because I didn't want to have 
Like, and I would brush out my hair so like my kinks and curls would be gone and just put it in a nice that little bun. slick bun. Because I didn't want people to like comment on my hair. And like, then when I got into like sixth grade, I remember like being so pressed to get a perm because I just didn't want to be like the little girl with cornrows anymore. Oh, you were late. Yes. I Actually, no, I think I was about, was I sixth grade? I think I was sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah, I was sixth grade. And I was pressed because I remember the boy that I liked at the time, my crush was like, oh, see, Jean is cute. But like, if she had a perm, she would be cuter. Mm. I was like, that's such a red flag right now. <laughs> red flag, red but flag. It, it's like so sad because like, I mean, like I'm happy for young girls our age that don't feel like that pressure yeah. anymore to have a perm and like it's more accepted to have natural hair but like even as a young girl you feel all that pressure to have like straight to, hair yeah. and whatnot mind you now i'm like i would i hate when i tell you i hate straightening my hair i hate the way my hair looks straight absolutely hate it now like i feel like it's so flimsy and there's nothing mm -hmm. on my head there's no like body to yeah. it like that you know what i mean granted now i'm a little baldiana <laughs> when I used to straighten my hair, like I enjoyed it because I was like, I don't really got to do much, mm -hmm. but my hair would frizz up and curl up in 2.2 seconds. And I'd feel like there's literally nothing on my head. Yeah. But no. So when did you first go natural? I was just about to ask oh. you that. Well, I was going to ask you first, when did you first become like self-conscious of like your hair and your hair texture? Um, I think, well, I've always, so here's my thing. I've always had very like, silky hair mm -hmm. my mom just wasn't using the right pat like products but my cousins are all like because i'm i guess i'm mixed mm -hmm. you could say i'm mixed mm -hmm. whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. but my cousins have like if you look i have a cousin if you look at her you literally will think that she's dominican mm -hmm. because she has like very loose curls. like three a three b curls mm -hmm. and very silky hair even my aunt my mom's hair is like, she always cuts her hair off, but when you let her hair grow out, her curls are like 3B. Mm -hmm. So everybody had really loose curls. And I'm sitting here like, damn, like, well, I got the thick hair. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I used to ask my mom for a relaxer, but my mom was very big on, cause she used to do hair too. So she mm -hmm. always did like the little braids with the barrettes. And I loved it up until like fifth grade. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sis, you, you need to chill out. Like after a while, it's like, okay. Like chill out. Yeah. Before I used to love them. And then like, I feel like it's more, like I've always been conscious just because my cousin's hair and my gra my grandmother's hair was mm -hmm. silky. Everybody, yeah, I think I probably on that side had the tightest curls. Yeah. Um, Because everybody else had very like loose three. They were all in the threes where I'm like 4A-ish, I guess. Or I don't even know what texture I have. But yeah. my curls were just tighter than theirs. Mm -hmm. Um. So I feel like it's been something that I've always been very cognizant of, but just I didn't start like thinking about, oh, I want straight hair probably until I started going to school mm -hmm. when I got to like second grade because all my friends were like not black. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when you grew up in Connecticut. Stanford. Okay. <laughs> I would say the same for me. Stanfy. Yeah. I think my, honestly, when I was younger, like, my sister used to do my hair a lot, and she used to always, whenever she would, like, wash my hair, she'd always say, like, you have such, like, really nice, beautiful hair. Like, she would always comment, and Aww. I used to be like, ew, I hate this. <laughs> but my sister has, like, very coarse, thick 
hair. Like, I want her hair, and she would always say she wants my hair. So, like, no, I want thicker hair. Yeah. I always, I literally am just like, I want thicker hair. But then I'm like, I'm not going to sit and actually detangle because I barely yeah. want to detangle my hair. Yeah. But, yeah, so and to answer your question, I started my natural hair journey. Oh, my God. You were, the like, yeah, one of the yeah. first. Yeah. I. When was that? I was in high school. I was in, like, it was like wasn't junior, a senior, or junior senior year. year. I just decided once. I guess that was when, like, it was more of a thing coming up on YouTube. Yeah, it was just started. Because that's when Mahogany Curls and all of them had just started. So then I was just like, well, I was going to try and transition. But I'm very impatient when it comes to those things. You big chop. So I just cut off all my hair. Like, chop. Like, guys, Sage, chop, chop. I look like my brother (laughs) with Jerry Curls. Facts. And my dad was in Haiti at the time. And when he came back, he was like, what the hell did you do? Because my dad hates short hair. I'm but sick of black men hating short hair. Haitian men too. Haitian yeah. men especially. Yeah, they definitely. So from then, I kind of like started my journey of like, I guess like, I was really like insecure about my hair being so short because you feel, I don't know, like at that age, like. I was only in high school, so I felt really insecure. Yeah. And then I went to college, and I still kind of had short hair, and I was just always, like, giving myself protective style, styles. And it's not until as of recent that I, like, was like, okay, like, I really need to start taking care of my natural hair. Like, and, yeah. stop doing all these things to it and just let it be you know granted i have braids like all the time but guys i just want y'all to send a comment and tell cj to wear her natural hair out this summer but that's only that's literally the only time i can tolerate doing my natural hair i can understand the winter (laughs) it's too much work and it dries out really easily like i love wearing my natural hair in the summer but after like September, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Braids. <laughs> yeah, no. When did you start your natural hair journey? So I feel like for me, I because when I was getting relaxers, I didn't get because my hair is so like literally to this day, you can blow dry my hair with a blow dryer alone and it'll be straight mm-hmm. within two seconds. So I when I was getting relaxers, I get relaxers like every six, six like probably twice a year, every mm-hmm. six months or five months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, and I'd always have just, I was a straight freaking 18, 20, 22 inch straight weave. Oh, okay. Three bundles from senior year. Actually, I want to say probably junior year all the way up through I got to sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. And it was actually because of a guy. He was like, your natural hair is so pretty. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, all right, let right. me wear it out. So I started wearing my natural hair out. Um, but I had stopped relaxing my hair because the front of my hair was so heat damaged that I didn't mm-hmm. even need to. So I had stopped relaxing it. I want to say my senior year of high school. And it just stayed Same, straight because yeah. it was heat trained. Um, but I didn't start wearing my hair out until sophomore year. So 2015, probably not even, it was like sophomore, junior year, 2015 mm-hmm. of college. And I like, didn't really like my curls like that. Cause mm-hmm. the front was like straight and the back was curly and my hair was short. And I never had like, my hair has always been at least shoulder length. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, this is awkward. 
But then I got to a point, I just stopped wearing the weaves altogether. And now it's like, uh, like braids, weaves, all that stuff. I could not keep it. Yeah. But I did not big chop. I transitioned. Mm -hmm. I ended up getting a, a texturizer because mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, and I want curls like my mom. Because mm -hmm. my mom's curls are really, like, she never lets her hair up grow out, but her curls are really loose. She does have loose curls. Yeah, yeah, she has super loose curls. Like, if her hair, like, her hair is short, so you can't see her curls. That's mm -hmm. how loose they are. Um, But, yeah, so I ended up getting a texturizer. And then this past November, I big chopped. And you know, one day, like that whole saying, when you cut your hair, like it's just a new vibe. Yeah. I definitely like experienced that. And you also get different like attention and stuff that that from different guys. Like there was people that was in my DMs. I was like, uh, I'm good. Like, yeah, I'm good on you. Like but you're cool, but I'm good. Short hair looks really good on you. Thanks. You really like. It. I would say you embrace it very well. I hated it. <laughs> at first, yeah, yeah. At first, I, I was like, hated eh. it. I was like, uh, I don't really know. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I got braids back in because I still don't like it. But it's not like I hate it. Mm -hmm. It's just that I'm used. I think I'm so used to being able to throw a bun in that yeah. I'm just like, this it's is different. annoying. Yeah, it's different. So how long did it take for you to like figure out your natural hair regimen and stuff like that? Girl. <laughs> I don't have, I never had a regimen. Mm -hmm. Like I was never one, you know how they say don't, they don't shampoo their hair. I couldn't do that shit. My hair, my scalp is too sensitive, sensitive yeah. and it gets like very, a lot of buildup and all that stuff. So I was always like, I did wash and goes. I didn't even do twist outs. I literally, yeah, I used, what's it called? What did I use? I usually use like mixed checks and then shea moisture before all the funky stuff happened. Right. The shade of watering down their products. Yeah. Okay. Mistrix and Save Moisture. I wash my hair probably twice a week. And I used to get pissed off. Let's let's stop shaming black people for washing their hair so much. Mm -hmm. And let's also stop saying, oh, you got good hair. You don't gotta do nothing. You don't gotta miss. You gotta like the amount of times people would tell me, oh my gosh, you have good hair. You can wear your hair out. I just be looking at them like, leave me alone. Yeah. That's like one thing I want. Like, I still see like online or like Facebook. I think Facebook mostly like people saying, "Well, you got good hair, sis." And I'm like, all hair is good hair. You and need like, to learn to take care. Yeah, of you need to learn, and that's a good like. That's the difference. Is like everyone, regardless of your texture, I feel like your hair is more manageable when you learn what works for it, and like. I wish, like, that's, like, more of a universal thing that, like, I don't know, like, we learn our hair more. And, like, that's the great thing about, like, the natural hair movement. Like, people are now starting to learn how to take their care, hair of their care of their hair more. Yeah. Even though it's, like, a lot of misinformation on YouTube. Sure. But <laughs> I'm glad that people are, like, not moisturizing their hair with, like, oil anymore like pomade or like yeah. like those things like leave it behind like i feel like the most i'll do with pomade pomade is hair grease guys yeah. <laughs> the most i'll do with hair grease is if i was slicking my hair up i'd put it on my hair to keep mm -hmm. like a barrier between my hair and the gel because mm -hmm. that's really what it does yeah. it doesn't moisturize it's, it's a whole barrier it's literally put petroleum jelly like just slapping it on yeah i do put it on my, like my in between my parts from time to time when I have braids. If I'm being honest, 
But I only use, like, there's this Haitian um, company called Creole. Minoval? Oh, oh, Minoval had Haitian in a chokehold, okay? (laughs) Had them in a (laughs) chokehold. To this day, I'm like, oh. Is it even a Haitian company? I no, feel like it's not. It's not. Hey, yo. <laughs> so for all of you guys who don't know what Minoval is, it's like a little, it's like a hair growth, like. Pon- um, hair grease. Yeah. They like, have a hair grease. They got oil. They got everything. It's a whole like line. Drops. Yeah. Yeah. And Haitians really use that to like regrow your hair, but it works. It does. Because but... I definitely put it on my edges when it was a little sparse. <laughs> But yeah, you yeah, know, how do you feel about edges? Um, I feel like you always do your edges. I do for the most part. I usually slick them down, but I've been learning to kind of stop that because definitely thins out the, the areas of my the perimeter <laughs> of my hair. So, but it's like so sad that, like, like I if my hair or my edges is not slicked down a certain way, I just feel so ugly. Yeah, see, I think that's one thing for me that not like I'll do now. I'll do my edges because mm-hmm. my hair is really, really short. Mm-hmm. So like my hair don't be looking like it's done if my edges aren't done. But before, <sighs> I didn't give a damn about my edges. Like I'd have some people say, "Oh yeah, I do my edges when they're straight." I'd be like, "When my hair is straight, I'm like I'm not doing all that." When my hair is straight, if I put anything on my edges, it's turning to curls. Exactly. I'd be like, I'm not doing all that. No. Yeah. I had, I, it was to the point I had somebody ask me if I relaxed my edges. I literally, and not once, it was multiple times. I was just looking at them like, no. Like, why the well, hell? When it's truly your baby hairs, I feel like they don't really need to be laid because they just, yeah, lay they down just, like that. yeah. But it's also like maybe that's just the texture of, the way our hair texture is that it allows us to do that. But I will say one thing. I put oil on my edges every night because <laughs> I just don't like the bold. Like, I just, the concept of not having edges for me is, like, very, it's, it's scary. Like, it's really scary for me. I need to be more like you. <laughs> I don't be, I'm such a terrible natural, y'all. I don't, I'll wash my hair. I'll leave the deep conditioner in for, like, three, Dude, four yeah. days. Honestly, it's no. a marination at that point. Especially with going to the gym. Oh, my gosh. Going to the gym? Nah, B. I'd wash my hair, put the deep conditioner in, and put it in a bun to deep condition. I'd be like, all right, when I leave the gym, I'm going to wash it out. Yeah. Two, three days later, ah, uh, shoot, maybe I should wash my hair out. Yeah. That's, like, one thing that it's sad that it kind of stopped me from really working out as much in the past, like, my hair, because... Dealing like, especially like as being a natural, doing like a twist out or a braid out, and, and like, then sweating it out yeah. at the gym, or your hair doesn't dry. Oh my gosh, that's like devastating for me. And at one point, like I was one of those naturals that I used to be able to do like twist outs. I really got had like a little good. What is it? The flat twist. Yeah, I used to have those really like with a little pin rod at the end. And then I would go to the gym and like the way my hair is like it just it's foofy. Yeah. So it would just be like, oh, like I have curls all over again. So like that's just like that's such a challenge as a natural, like working out. I feel like it's easier when your hair is longer because it doesn't matter as much for Mm -hmm. the definition. But when you got like middle, medium length or short hair, forget it. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I've always been, I've always been a wash and go natural. Mm-hmm. I don't, 
the whole sit in and twist my hair and then it don't dry and then it don't come out how I want it. Like, nope, just wash it, leave in some gel or some mousse and we're done. It's just so sad, like how many times I've just tried it and <laughs> I would just end up putting my hair in a bun and like... I know. I feel like you definitely have to find the right products for wash and go. But I feel like for me, that's my easy go to because that's what I've been doing since mm -hmm. I like stopped wearing weave mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Granted, I'd be missing it and I'd be thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm gonna just relax my hair and go back to my little 18. Nah, I'd probably go to 20, 22, 24. Three bundles. I really miss. Whatnot. I miss. <laughs> I will say sometimes I miss having like straight like permed hair and i've thought about like i don't know doing like a brazilian blowout type thing or a keratin treatment yeah but it's just like i don't know then it's like i'll do that and then i know i'll miss my natural hair and i don't know like i feel like at this point of my stage in life like i'm proud of my curls and my hair health yeah so i don't want to like compromise it hide it yeah but my other question, or my last question, is what is your must have, like your holy grail product for uh -oh. natural hair? What is one product you cannot live without? What's it called? Camille Rose Algae Deep Conditioning Mask. That stuff is crack. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll leave that in my hair, and you will think that my hair is done. Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't matter for like, I've used it with like different like product combination, mm -hmm. different wash days, different stuff. It does not matter what I do. As long as I use that mask, my hair will stay defined and soft mm -hmm. and like, just like it melts in your hands. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's my go-to. And it has, I always have like two or three of them. Yeah. What about you? Um, Shea Moisture. Uh, Shea Moisture has this, um, run. wash and go. Run. <laughs> it has this wash and go um primer thing that I use and that's like the only thing that allows my curls for my wash and goes to be successful. It just like preps my hair perfectly. Like they have a line of like three different prime like I don't know, it's like a wash and go primer, then it's like a thing that sets the curls. So that has been my holy grail when it comes to yeah, it's really good and it smells really good. I feel like that's like the only product they have that's not like washed, yeah, washed yeah. down, white, yeah, no. whitened down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. No, I miss old Shea Moisture though, because that curl enhancing smoothie was crack. Back in the day, with that old crack. formula, it was crack. No, I even used their when I was experimenting with color initially. I mm -hmm. used their hair color and I loved it. Yeah, and it like keeps your hair so moisturized and healthy that it's sad that they really compromise their like line to yeah like, just to be more universal like damn we can't have anything for ourselves <laughs> and that's like one thing also that i get annoyed with now is like oh before everyone was pushing perms down our throat but now everybody want to be like oh let's be inclusive yeah let's like, be inclusive and make natural hair products i don't i don't care Right. And I don't want your products. You can keep your products with the ethanol in it and alcohol and all those bad Nonsense. Things. Yeah, no. Because you look at some of the other stuff, half of that stuff isn't in it. Yeah. But I digress. Right. But guys, that's it for us. 
Thanks for checking in and listening to our little rants about hair. All you guys <laughs> out there with natural hair, take this month to embrace your curls and spend time trying to understand your hair. And it's going to, for all those first time naturals, <laughs> it's going to turn around, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> it's better. What kills me, guys, is that Sagey out here saying embrace your curls with some braids in her head. <laughs> Embracing them at their roots, the ones that are the new growth. That's what I'm embracing. Oh my god! On that note, bye y'all. Bye.